0: the death of Ricardo Munoz um he now if you don't know who that is uh there was this it's the most recent video of a uh, of a police shooting that went around but this one too is completely totally 100% justified um so let me let me give you the uh let me give you the facts First, on September 13th, 2020, at approximately 4.13 p.m., uh, Lancaster Countywide Communications received a 911 call for a domestic uh, in the 300 block of Laurel Street in Lancaster City. The caller related that her brother was reportedly becoming aggressive with his mother and was attempting to break into her house. Several officers from the Lancaster City Bureau of Police responded to the call and the first officer arrived at 4.24 great response time um and by the way that's not sarcasm uh the first officer on the scene walked to the front of the residence and made contact with the woman who was identified as a family member a male subject then exited the front door of the residence and began chasing the officer preliminary information and the body worn camera footage indicates that the male subject had a knife in his right hand as he was chasing the officer the officer fired several shots from his firearm striking the subject the subject identified as 27-year-old Lanca- uh, Ricardo Munoz uh, did not survive his injuries and was pronounced dead at the scene. The officer was the only police officer on the scene at the time of the shooting, and his body-worn camera was activated and recorded the and recorded the encounter. Additional officers arrived a short time later. Uh, by the way, I encourage you to go watch the video. Um. Yeah so uh lancaster ha- was having some riots but they pretty much got stopped in one day and let me explain why they were stopped um matt walsh wrote an excellent article on on the subject of of the article of uh of the of the shooting taking place and the riots erupting and how the riots were able to be stopped in one day so uh, his first, the first point is the Lancaster Police Department uh, released the body cam footage of the incident within hours. We didn't have to wait days or months to see if the narrative from the protesters was actually true as you did with George Floyd and other high-profile police shootings. Granted, the radical branch of the protesters don't care much about the accuracy of their narrative. Truth is an irrelevant detail in their worldview, but it certainly doesn't help when the false narrative goes entirely unchallenged for weeks on end. By the way, I think this is huge. I've never really been a fan of holding onto the footage for weeks. Because, see, here's the problem. In order to prevent this, in order to prevent this stuff, and I believe you have to investigate everything, and I I think that does matter, but there's some stuff which is completely cut and dry. There's stuff that's very cut and dry, like this. You just, you just look at this and just say, oh, wow, this looks pretty bad, and you release it. But George Floyd, the, the, the body cam footage had to be, it was leaked. Remember, it wasn't released. It wasn't, it wasn't officially released. This was, this was leaked and it was months later. All we had was that, all we had was that, uh, eight minute 43 second video or that segment of eight minutes and 43 seconds where, uh, George Floyd is being kneeled on. That's all we had. And we had some different angles of that, but we didn't have any body cam footage. I believe you need to get the body cam footage out there. I would say, I would, I would say within three days. You have three days to get it out. That's what I would do. If I were a police officer, I would say, okay, we have 72 hours. Okay, what happened? Bang. We have 72 hours from that moment to get it out. I'm not waiting weeks or months because we now see what the radical left does when we, when we have situations like this. It's like, oh, well, you know, you know, well, why didn't they release the body cam footage sooner? Um, But anyway, I I think, you know, I think that is huge. Number two, the police showed up in force on the first night of the protests. Rioters were given a few warnings to disperse before tear gas was deployed. Rubber bullets were also used against the rioters as they began to hurl bricks and other projectiles at law enforcement. One protester, sadly for him, took a rubber bullet to the groin. Um, yeah, that sucks for that guy. Um, probably can't have kids anymore. Um, but you know, I think this is huge. I honestly believe, there comes a point where it's like, okay, because what a lot of these cities have been doing, it's like, okay, well, you know, Portland and, you know, you know, Minneapolis, um, Kenosha, and again, you know, this stuff, this stuff is key, but it's like, okay, well, let them. well, you know, let them riot. Just, it's gonna, it's gonna burn itself out. Um, no, it doesn't because here's what, here's what happens. Um, violence begats violence. So more and more violence is just going to come about. They, these people don't, it's almost, it's so interesting. It's like these people don't have, it's like a lot of these people don't even have jobs. It's the strangest thing, man. Like, it's like, are they getting paid to do this? It's like they do this like all the time, and it's like they do it for days on end. But it's like some like some cities. Yeah, we're now in the we're now past the hundred day mark of consecutive consecutive rioting. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. I I I believe this is perfect. You say, okay, look, you send out law enforcement right here and say, look, okay disperse this is because see here's the thing here's the thing remember there's rioting and there's protesting if you want to protest that's fine you want to go on the streets you want to march you want to hold up signs you want to do that we have no problem with that when you start becoming violent and when you start rioting and looting and pillaging and you know becoming you know an arsonist all those things once you do that it's like okay you have one minute to stop after that minute if they don't stop whoever whoever stays there the fire away with rubber bullets I have I have absolutely no problem with that because you are now you have now forfeited I personally you have now forfeited your safety your right to safety because you have gone out and you have you have put other people in danger you've put people's property in danger you put people's cars in danger you now you you have you have violated other people's rights to safety and so with that it's like okay you now forfeit your right and uh we're going to actively pursue you number 3 police aggressively pursued those who committed crimes throughout the night Officers in marked police vans chased down the criminals, swiftly arrested them, and carted them off to jail. That is that's that's absolutely key, because a lot of the a lot of these uh, protests, what's been happening is, okay, well let them let them riot, let them protest, and then you know, you know we'll, you know we'll lock them up and let them go. Uh, we'll lock them up for a little bit, and then we'll let them go. It's like um. No, no, we're not, we're not going to do that. You, uh, we're going to actively pursue you. You, you, you want to throw bricks. All right. We're coming for you. And when, and when they get you, cause see, I, cause see, here's the thing. Remember, people do what you allow them to do. People do what you allow them to do. So when people don't feel a deterrent, when people don't feel afraid, of something, when people are like, "Well, I can pretty much do what I want in this situation, and really, nothing's going to be, nothing's going to happen to me." What they're not, they're just not going to stop. Number four, and I agree with Matt Walsh here. This is probably the most important part. The arrested riders were charged with multiple felonies and kept in jail on bail set at up to a million dollars. As of Wednesday, at least seven of the accused arsonists and vandals are still in jail unable to pay the hefty bond and this is all it took four easy steps to quell the chaos and restore order it's not as though the lpd has access to more tools and resources than the police in portland or seattle the difference here is that is that the people in positions of power actually wanted the law enforcement wanted the law enforced and took basic steps to see that it was done the police were allowed to do their jobs and suspects once arrested Faced real and life-changing consequences. It was that simple, which only throws into sharper relief the abysmal and inex- inexcusable failures of the cities that failed, rather refused uh, to stop the writing when they could. Here's and here's the thing. I this is huge. You need because I know people who they had bails set. I know people. I know people who were uh, riders and looters here in L.A. over. You know, at some of these BLM, uh, some of these BLM riots for George Floyd. And I was like, you know what? And I, I, I learned, uh, what the, what their bail was. And I'm like, that's it. I, I believe this is cute. Make it so that there's no way they can pay it. I mean, just make it really, really high. Cause like, oh, so it's not just, not, not it's not just a little bit of money. So it's really, it's really life changing and it's like, oh, if I can't pay this, oh, I'm stuck here. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to do that again. And then they just stay there. Don't, I mean, don't let them go. Don't bend the knee to these, to these crazy folks. I I really believe this is all it takes. I would say the second most important part, though, is the body cam footage. Get it out there. I mean, Ricardo Munoz, go watch the video. This looks absolutely insane. There's so the way it starts is you see the you see the officer, he's calmly walking up. His gun is not drawn. He knows what he's about to go into. His gun is still not drawn. So he wasn't trigger happy. He's walking up, and then you see the woman uh kind of like quickly back out of a door, and um the officer's like, okay, 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 you know, come you know, come to me, and then Ricardo come screaming out with willing enough by the way this guy he he stabbed i think it's four people he's had four people in 2019 so this guy had a he just i don't know if it was a fetish that he had i have no idea but there's something about stabbing people that he really liked but he, he stabbed four people uh including a teenager by the way and so you know i i look at this and it's like you know what this guy deserved to die. This guy completely and totally deserved to die. Because he came he came at the police officer and charged at him with a knife and he's screaming his head off. And it's just absolutely absurd. I'm like, you know what? And I here's the thing, here's the thing. I don't like it when people die. But there but there is a lot to me where it's like, you know what? It is acceptable that you lost your life. It's acceptable that you are no longer here with us. It's acceptable that you no longer are alive and get to experience the joys of being alive. Because you, sir, like stabbing people. You like chasing people with knives. You like attacking police officers with knives. Don't do that. Just don't do that. That's just a bad idea thing. This, this is something that you just, this is something that you just don't do. Again, what is the best way to, to not get shot? What is the, what is the greatest predictor of not getting, of not getting shot? It is behavior. This is behavior that I don't care if you're a black dude, a white woman, you don't run at you don't run at a police officer with a, a weapon this is just bad behavior and this is why yes you lose your right to live because you charged with and obviously either it's whether it's an intimidation tactic or it's like okay well um or it's like oh okay This isn't this is not a good thing. It's either an intimidation tactic or he's trying to hurt him and I believe he's trying to hurt him because we know that this guy just likes stabbing people for some reason. Or he's trying to kill. And by by the way, again, go watch the video. Because he clearly he he's coming so remember remember with Jake with uh with with, uh Jacob Blake? People were protesting and said, You shot him in the back Uh, that's because he had his back turned and he was Reaching into the vehicle, that's why he got shot in the back. But with Ricardo Minos, he now is dead. He, he he got shot. By the way, the officer is backing up. He's not. He's not running towards Ricardo Minos. Ricardo Minos is the one who's doing the attacking, and he's screaming his head off like he's in, you know, the last of the Mohicans. And he just he gets bang 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 bang, bang and he, he gets he gets lit up. And I completely applaud this response. This is perfect policing right here. This is just stupidity. This is absolute stupidity from Ricardo Munoz. There's no other way to look at this. I mean, it's it's really just, my goodness. But to me, as I was saying, the second most important part is releasing the body cam footage. You have to get it out there. Because some things I look at, I'm like, okay, it doesn't take that long to get it out. It doesn't take that long to release. It doesn't take that long to investigate what happened in, in the footage, release it. With George Floyd, I think the protest got so bad because all we had was that video of eight minutes and like 46 seconds. It's like this is. It's like this is all we see. What happened before? No, I mean there was there was really no context. There's, there's, we had no context. So when we saw this stuff, it's like, well, okay. Well, where's, where's the police cam footage? We had we no idea. But when you release the footage, they release the footage within hours. That's what you need to do. To me, I'm telling you, if I were, if I were a police chief, I would say, I would say, look, we have, se- okay, what time did this happen? Okay, we have 72 hours from that moment to release it. You have it, I would have at most three days. You don't need... It doesn't take months. It just doesn't take months. Just get it out there. And by the way, this one... Here's the thing. Yes, this one is a little bit, a lot easier than a lot of them. Because this is just, this is so cut and dry. Because literally you have a guy charging at a police officer. Screaming his head off with a knife. And it's like, oh, well that's pretty... Cut and dry. So that right there—that's what we have to be looking at. These are the things that we look at, and we say, "You know what? This is correct." And that's really all I want to talk about with this subject. I only want to talk about how we've—my goodness, man! This is this is so beautiful. The fact that they, because they, here's the thing: there's a lot of Americans who are so tired of these protests. They're so tired. Of, of these riots, they're so tired of the looting, they're so tired of all these things, it's like, oh my God. And it's, it's really just, it's really just absurd, and so with, right here, I believe now, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm police chief, it's like, okay, at any, any place in the country, any place in the country, I'm like, oh, this is wonderful. So we now have something to look at, we have something that we can look at, we can look at Lancaster, Pennsylvania, We can say, okay, how did... Okay, say there's a shooting in your city. And they say, oh, okay, here we have one. Okay, what did Lancaster do? Do that. You just call up... You you, you just find their phone number and just say, okay, help us through this. What did you guys do? How did you get the footage out so quickly? How did you investigate it so quickly? Yes, that's what you do. Because then, it's like, okay, now there's a standard. You don't need... You can't afford days and weeks because you know as matt walsh talked about there are people you know these these writers they don't care about truth these writers all they care all they care about is our buzzwords uh black man person of color shot by police officer those are the only buzzwords that they're looking for that's all they care about There's, I mean, there's real, and you know what's funny? Um, I was reading, I was reading some reports that there were people who were at the riots and when they, when, when the police footage was released, they watched and they were like, oh, and they just left the protest, the riot, because it was like, oh, well, I well, I I guess, uh, (laughs) what are we, what are we (laughs) screaming about? This is pretty cut and dry, but this is, this is absolutely huge every single uh person every single person needs to look at this stuff and just say okay here's here's the footage here's here's the context i, I mean i mean this this does not get any more cut and dry i mean it just it just doesn't this is ab- this is absolutely huge you got to get that police footage out there man you need to get the body cam footage out there you can't, you can't, again, man, with these rioters, they don't care about truth. And so once they just, once they hear the news, once they hear the headline, once they hear someone say, oh, a you know, a police officer shot somebody, you already know they're going to get, they're getting their Molotov cocktails, they're getting their masks, they're getting their batons, they're getting their bats, they're getting their skateboards, they're getting their, they're getting their riot gear, and, yep. That's just, that's just what they do. They waste no time. A lot, a lot of this stuff is, is, um, organized. It's well organized and they just, they just go out and do it. So I, I implore police departments, if you are ever in this situation, get the footage out there in the public. Get it. You have, do it in less than 72 hours, man. I, I, I would say do it within 12. Do within twelve because it minimizes the amount of damage that can be done. You you just you can't afford. You just you just you can't afford for this to be the case. You can't you can't let these people have their way. You need to you need to show the footage, and you need to punish these people harshly. If you if you have the if you have the gall, if you have the unmitigated gall to, to go out into public and put people in danger and to, you want to throw bricks at law enforcement. You want to bash windows. You want to set buildings ablaze. You want to do all those things. You, des- you deserve, you deserve to be put in harm's way with rubber bullets tear gas um don't go easy on these people because they aren't going easy on it. they're not going easy they're having their way they're doing what they want they are doing exactly what they want to do and so that's what that's what they do that's what we have to look at bravo lancaster pd man i mean just just really i mean really i mean this this is what this is what you're supposed to do Four, four very simple steps. Release the body cam footage. There you go. Release the body cam footage. Show up on the first nights, first night of the protest in full force. Give them a few warnings. Use that tear gas. And then, and then it's open season with those rubber bullets if, if they don't want to disperse. Okay? Um, and then pursue those who, who commit crimes. And chase them down, get them arrested, take their bus to jail. And then four, set the bails really, really high. Don't 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 play patty cake with these folks. Those are the four steps. And if you do that, I prom I promise you, man, these riots are just gonna these riots are just people are gonna people won't do it because there's now a deterrent. It's like, oh, well, if I break, well, let me think. If I break in, if I break that window and I go take that thing in Nikes and the police off, cause remember there are a lot of police officers early on with these George Floyd stuff. There would be police officers right next to some buildings that would, you know, that were just being broken into and people just going in and out, just no problem whatsoever. But now it's like, okay, oh, if I break into that window, if I, if I take this center block And I chuck it through that window, and I go in there, and I steal some uh, Louis Vuitton handbags, they're going to pick me up, and they're going to take me to jail, and I'm going to have a really high bail that I won't be able to pay, and I'm going to be in some really big trouble. Is it really worth the Louis Vuitton bags? These people are stupid, but they're not that stupid. And they're probably going to say, you know what, Hmm. Nah, I don't think it's worth it. I won't do that. Are those Paranikes really worth it? Do I really want to set that building on fire? There you go. That's what you're supposed to do. Make, have a deterrence, man. Don't let these people have their way. Come out in full force. Hold these people accountable. And make a